So I think it was a great win for Bernie Sanders. Uh, we'll see how it all turns out. They've got a lot of winning to do. Uh, I hope they treat him fairly. Frankly, I don't care who I run against. I just hope they treat him fairly. I hope it's not going to be a rigged deal because there's a lot of bad things going on. And I hope it's not going to be one of those. So we'll see what happens. But I congratulate Bernie Sanders. And if it's going to be him, he certainly has a substantial lead. We'll see what happens. Will Bernie be the nominee? I think so, unless they cheat him out of it. I think so. I think Bernie is looking more and more like he'll be the nominee, unless they cheat him out of it. Hi there. It is Sunday, February 23rd, 2020, and this is the 10th man. I don't want to make this uh, primarily a, a political podcast, but what can I say? Right now, it is a heavy political time. Uh, we're, we're in the thick of the uh, Democratic primary contest right now, and uh, my guy... My candidate, Bernie Sanders, is the front runner right now. He has now won the first three states, Iowa, New Hampshire, and yesterday just a huge throwaway uh, in Nevada. He took 47% of the popular vote, and this is amongst six leading main candidates. So I am pretty excited right now. I'm going to say... There's not a lot of times that I'm going to be agreeing with Donald Trump, but in that clip, he talks about the possibility of Bernie Sanders being cheated out of the nomination, and I am definitely not one to jump on unbased conspiracy theories, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. I'll just put it that way. I... uh I did watch the debate the other day, and there was one part of the debate where they actually asked about the delegate count because there's actually a, an exact number of delegates that's required in order to clinch the nomination. And because of the fact that there's so many candidates right now versus in 2016, when at this point it was just Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, uh, Chuck Todd uh, brought up the question, well, what happens if nobody, none of the candidates get the required amount of delegates? Should it just be a straight, whoever has the most delegates wins the nomination? Or should we go through the primary, whatever the Democratic National Convention process is, in order to determine a nominee? And the only candidate that said that straight up a majority rule should determine who the nominee will be was Bernie Sanders. Every other contestant up there said that they should let the Democratic uh, convention basically decide who's going to be the nominee. And this was uh, a very small moment from the entire debate, but it's it, it worries me because it's it's setting a precedent already. And I, I, I hate to be pessimistic and uh, I hope that I'm just being paranoid, but it does give me this bad feeling that somehow the Democratic Party is going to find a way to uh, cheat Bernie Sanders out of, the nominee, uh, out of the nomination. Now, having said that, 
uh, one of the pieces of uh, constructive feedback that my wonderful wife gave me was that it doesn't always sound like I'm particularly happy when I'm doing these podcasts. And so I should smile more and try to sound more positive. And I think that that's definitely good, uh, sound advice. Of course, it's when you're talking about politics and your favorite candidate potentially getting uh, hurt out of a nomination, it's hard to hold smile. But I will smile with the fact that right now Bernie Sanders has a sizable lead in this contest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was interesting. Um, the last two weekends before the Nevada caucuses, they, there was actually a bus that went up from Sacramento up to Nevada to do door-to-door campaigning, uh, canvassing for Bernie Sanders. And unfortunately, I was busy. I was working uh, and I was away both weekends, so I was not able to participate in that, even though I did kind of want to. I've never done anything like that before, but I thought it would have been fun. Um, so, so Zara challenged me to basically do a one-minute post about why I supported Bernie Sanders, and which would basically be a, a stand-in for what I would say if I was going to somebody's door. So I did actually do that. I did a live video on my Instagram, and I did keep it to one minute, and it it got all of uh, one view <laughs> over the course of the next day. So. But that's all right, uh, because actually the one person who watched it was uh, was the conservative friend that I spoke of earlier, who is a Bernie Sanders supporter. Uh, so uh, preaching to the choir, but that's okay. Um, but in a nutshell, what I was saying in that one-minute clip was that I, my support for him is based in the fact that he's the first politician to really recognize and bring attention to the extreme uh, income disparity in this country, the fact that the top one-tenth of one percent of the entire uh, United States population has the same amount of assets as the bottom 90% combined, Um, and that because of his grassroots campaigning coming from a place of personal donors and just stirring up voter enthusiasm in the younger demographic, he's been able to create a momentous revolution in this country. And the fact that he's doing it without uh, billionaire corporate sponsorship is just incredible. And I think that it's going largely un- unappreciated right now in just the the commentary that I'm hearing about his being unelectable, I, you know, he's been, he, people have been saying that he's unelectable since for the last 40 years it's before he ran, you know, when he was running for mayor in Burlington, they were saying he couldn't win and he won there. And then he won every election over the next 40 years in Congress after that. I actually remember when I first saw Bernie Sanders, it was years, years ago. I think it was almost 20 years ago now. It was during the time, the post 9-11 era during the time that we were starting to talk about going into war with Iraq and he was a congressman at the time representative. And, uh, he, he got on there, he was talking on the news about something about the war and his universal healthcare, the green new deal, things that 
years before their time. And I was raised in a democratic household. So I've considered myself a liberal, but I heard him talk and I thought this is, this is my values. This is what I believe in. And I felt that much more strongly than I'd ever felt in any other candidate uh, before or since. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to say here is I really hope that in the, in this coming election cycle in the primaries and then in the general election that we can really vote our value. Uh, I've, I've talked about this before in other episodes about what do you value? This was a common theme. And one of the therapists that I used to see, what do you value? And uh, I think if we could all really hone in on what those values are, what are the most important things to us and vote that, then the person that's supposed to win, the one who's the most electable is going to win. Instead, a lot of times uh, what I'm hearing right now is reasons why we're not ready for a democratic socialist. It's the same thing we were hearing 13 years ago when it was Barack Obama that we couldn't have a black man, that, that America wasn't ready for a black uh, president who had a middle name of Hussein. I just really hope in the next coming weeks and months that Bernie Sanders will continue to do well, but will also gain uh, trust and confidence in the larger majority of voters. I have friends who don't want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee, and I have friends who are going to be voting for other people, and that's fine. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that anybody is wrong to support the candidate that they want, as long as their reasons for supporting that candidate are based on being true to themselves and their own values, and not because they think that oh, this person can't win. I, I like this person, but he can't possibly win. There was certainly a lot of negativity uh, surrounding Bernie Sanders, and it seems like there's going to be more of that coming along with him being the front runner right now. But in spite of all that, uh, the thing that I keep reminding myself, and this is, uh, <laughs> this is definitely something that has been a personal mantra of my own, for, just for my own growth, and learning, it's that other people's opinions mean nothing. If you're going forward and doing the best you can and doing work and succeeding, then that's all that you can do and that's all that really matters. Uh, it really doesn't matter if so many people think he's unelectable. All that he needs is enough people to decide that they do want him to be president and then he'll be electable. So it's really just as simple as that, right? Uh, can't promise that I won't get political again in this being in the heat of the election cycle right now. I, I might I might have to get political again, but uh, I'll try to continue with other engaging and interesting topics. Until then, stay safe, be nice to each other, and remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus. <laughs>